chubby and this series is one that I created just to share some of the things that are on my mind. I do a lot of reading, a lot of watching of motivational videos and just generally I like to reflect on things, situations, events that I encounter in my life. So I hope that through this series, I can share some of my thoughts with you, you can share some of your thoughts with me, and we can have this conversation going on different topics about life and just hurdles that we overcome. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I feel like nowadays we live in a time and for some reason in an environment where things are constantly making us question our worth. What we're seeing online, what other people are doing, our own inner talk and what's going on within us. So I've already spoken a lot about my thoughts on comparison and how I think comparison is a thief of joy essentially, but what do you do when you are subject to comparison from other people? So this is what I mean by that. I am in an industry which, you know, acting, modeling, even content creation, where there is a lot of rejection. There is so much rejection, guys. It is very challenging to constantly push through all of these no's, right? Like you applying to different agencies, not hearing back from them, you applying or you pitching to different companies for an opportunity to work with them, not getting a response or getting rejected from them. You, you know, doing auditions and never hearing back and just you keep doing it. And sometimes all this rejection can be extremely disheartening. And what do you do in that situation, right? That's something that I want to talk about today. Over the last week, I had an interesting thing happen to me. Basically, one of my dreams is to do a successful brand campaign with a high-end company like, you know, like in the likes of Guess, Dior, Calvin Klein, like, you know, all these big companies that you see these supermodels working with. And it, it has always been my dream, literally since I was probably a teenager. It's kind of what even got me interested in modeling, watching America's Next Top Model, seeing these models doing all these high-end campaigns and I've just always wanted to do something like that. So recently I started working with a manager in New York. So uh, I had mentioned to her that these are some of my goals in the upcoming few months. I would love to see if she could get me some of these brand campaigns, if she had the connections to do that. So she said that, yeah, she could make it happen, but we just needed to, you know, pitch, pitch me a certain way and have certain types of photos taken so that they could be used as leverage when reaching out to these companies. So I was like, okay, yep, sounds good. I ended up going to New York to meet her for some event that was going on. And, you know, we had some photos taken there. A couple of days later, I get a message from her. She sent me one of the pictures she had taken behind the scenes. She said, oh, look, this was one of the photos that I captured behind the scenes. And I just, you know, played with the, I edited it a little bit just to see kind of like the direction that we have to go in to get you to be, you know, working with guests and companies like that and i was like okay sure and i see the original photo that was taken of me and i see a very very altered photo of me 
as the one that was edited. And in this altered photo, my waist was cinched, my arms were thinned out, my hair, something was going on with my hair. And, you know, I did not know what to say. I was just like, okay. And the manager was essentially saying that I wasn't exercising correctly for this aesthetic that I needed to achieve in order to work with these higher end companies. I was told that I needed to not get any thinner, but again, just change the shape. So that meant not lifting heavy weights or having a lot of protein, doing no strength training at all, just doing leg up, butt ups and leg lifts and doing tons of that and adding a ton of running into my daily schedule, into my daily workout routine. Based on this conversation, I got that I was not skinny enough to be one of the models for these companies. You know, growing up overweight, getting fit through a healthy training program, getting my certified, like, you know, getting my certification in personal training and going through this entire journey into health and getting into health and fitness. I am strongly against Photoshopping bodies and doing things like fads or getting on extreme diets to attain a certain physique. I don't think it's healthy. I was upset and I shared this with the manager and long story short, um, the manager said that she was just trying to help me out. She has nothing to gain by calling me fat or whatever, but um, this is what I needed to do if I wanted to work with companies like that. And I responded by saying that I think that our values were very different and I did not think this was a good fit and that we should go our separate ways. I'm not sharing this because I want anyone to like feel for me or sympathize with me or like, you know, to, to attack this, this manager. The reason I'm sharing this is because even at like this point, I remember when I was younger and I was just getting started in this industry with modeling and pageantry and all that, I had struggled with things like this, like feeling comfortable in my body. Like my very first pageant, right before I had won, the first time I competed, that was something I struggled with, with like my body and feeling good in my skin. It's something I've always struggled with my entire life. And I overcame that during the course of preparing for my pageant. This whole idea that you need to be extremely thin in order to get certain opportunities. And thin, but not in a healthy way, thin in like a way that involves starving yourself. It does not take a lot for people to share their expertise or tell you to do things a certain way, or to say that you are not enough because essentially from this conversation, that is how I felt. I felt like I was not enough. It was in that moment that I was like, I'm not gonna settle for this. I'm not gonna deal with this. No one is going to tell me what I can and what I cannot do. I am enough. I am whole exactly as I am. And the last thing that is going to prevent me from getting to what my goals are and what my dreams are is another person's opinion on what I should be like. Every single day, we see people challenging the status quo and doing what other people said was impossible. But check out the speech from The Rock when he had won this award. So when I first got to Hollywood, Hollywood 
they didn't know what the hell to do with me. I mean, I was this half black, half Samoan, six foot four, 275 pound pro wrestler. <laughs> you know, I was told at that time, well, you gotta be a certain way. You gotta drop some weight. You gotta be somebody different. You gotta stop working out. Stop doing the things that I love. You gotta stop calling yourself the rock. What? No, I love you back, thank you. That's my mom, everybody. Thank you, mom. <laughs> you know, and, and for years, I actually, I, I bought into it because you think, oh, that's what, that's what I'm supposed to do. And I was miserable doing that. So I made a choice. And the choice was, I wasn't going to conform to Hollywood. Hollywood was going to conform to me. In moments like this, in moments of rejection, in moments of hearing from people that you cannot do something because of X, Y, Z, I look to these stories. I look to people like, like The Rock and other people who've overcome obstacles, who've overcome rejection, who've overcome people turning them down time and time again and still come out on top. Like, you know, of course, once they're successful, they like, you know, we look back at these like and we hear these stories and be like, oh, psh, those people, they didn't know what they were talking about. Look at this person now. But can you imagine when these people before they were successful, when they were actually going through this, they had no idea that they were going to overcome it like this and get to where they are today. At that time, that was what they knew that the rejection was what they knew. I'm sure they had moments of self-doubt, but it's overcoming that self-doubt that really takes you to the top. Howard Schultz, the guy who founded Starbucks, he needed capital to get this, you know, this coffee machine up and running, okay? And coffee, I believe, was not a huge deal back in the day. So he needed capital to get Starbucks going. He was rejected over 200 times before he was able to secure capital to make Starbucks and to grow Starbucks to where it is today. And I just look at these stories, right? In moments like this, when I'm dealing with rejection in some capacity, I'm not gonna let rejection stop me. And we really need to understand how important it is to have faith in yourself because these naysayers, these people that say, like, that are rejecting you now, they are wrong. You are enough. And you know how I know that? Out of all the opportunities you had to not exist, you did. Chances of life are what one in a trillion. The chances of you specifically being here are so slim, but you're here today. And that means that you deserve to be here. You are enough and, you know, make the most of that. No one gets to tell you what you can and cannot do. I know no one's going to tell me what I can and cannot do. And one day I am certain that I'm going to look back at this little situation that I outlined for you and I'm gonna be like I'm so glad I didn't give up then otherwise I wouldn't be here today so that is it for my chai with chubby talk I really hope that it gave you some motivation if you are at a place where you may be dealing with rejection or feeling like you aren't enough I I hope you know that you are thank you guys so much take care and lots of love as always and I'll talk to you soon Thank you.